I'll be honest, the game, the Chiefs game just ended, and um, I'm so sad that I do this Jackson Mahomes bit because I hate him so much. I hate this kid. And I feel bad for Patrick because Jackson Mahomes is literally the only reason why I hate Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> that sucks. <laughs> All right, back with another Detroit Pierce podcast. You're listening to the hottest NFL gambler on the planet right now. Just got done with the Chiefs-Bills game. Uh, Jax Mahomes took his team on his back and completely carried them all the way through. Uh, congratulations to Jax Mahomes and the Chiefs setting up for a great Final Four. Look, I am 6-1 of my last seven picks for the NFL. I am the hottest NFL gambler there is. And at the beginning of the season, I tweeted out and I said on this podcast that the Super Bowl was going to be Rams Chiefs. And there wasn't a second today where I thought to myself, yeah, no, it's still not going to be Rams Chiefs. It's always been Rams Chiefs. And it's clearly the Rams and the Chiefs. Uh, they're the obvious favorites going into next week. I think that I love Joe Burrow and he never loses in the playoffs. But look, Let's call it like it is. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Uh, and playing at home is easy. Um, I think that the 49ers, while I love Kyle Shanahan, Rams are hot and they have the better roster. I think it's going to be Rams-Chiefs just like I predicted at the beginning of the season. Uh, but let's go through the games. Best weekend of football, I think, of all time. I think that's pretty much around the board. Everybody's saying the exact same thing. This is easily the best weekend of football. Bengals-Titans. Bengals had the game all the way, it felt like. Uh, they kind of tripped up. Boy, if Joe Burrow, if the Bengals were to invest in an offensive line, which I think there's a lot of good prospects coming up, the Bengals could be just like the Bills, where they have all the pieces and they're only Patrick Mahomes away from winning the Super Bowl. I mean, they have all of the offensive weapons, and their defense is good enough to make a run at it. It's all depending on if Zach Taylor's a good enough coach. Then, Pat Packers versus 49ers. It's hard not to talk about, but look, Aaron Rodgers has been uh, in the Packers. I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers, and I thought I'd never say that, but he has had to do with bad coaches, bad organization, and even worse fans. Um, for uh, In all honesty, he's going to go to like the Steelers or he's going to go to like the Broncos, and he's going to win. He Whoever he goes to is automatically going to become a Super Bowl contender immediately. No matter what, he's going to take one of those teams, the AFC Championship game, NFC Championship game. He can do that all by himself. The Packers for the next five years are really going to see a dip, and I feel bad for Packers fans, psych, because you're trusting Jordan Love, who is a bust, who isn't that good, and you're also sitting, you're also in a situation where you don't have any cap space, so you can't really do much. And you've already, you don't have the best draft position either next year. So this rebuilding process is going to take like five years. If you're a Packers fan, you got to be sweating right now. I, Especially if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, which I don't think he wants to come back because I don't think he likes the Green Bay organization or their fans. I think that coming up in the next couple of years that the NFC North is a wide open race with a bunch of really crappy teams, and it'll be interesting to see who takes over the reins. Uh, but yeah, 49ers, look, 
talk about the 49ers Packers game. Look, the 49ers do all they are not sexy. Not sexy. They are not. But look, Kyle Shanahan knows how to game plan and he knows how to win ugly. And that's how you have to win, especially in a game like that. Uh I, he look, you run the ball and you play defense, you're gonna be in every single game, and it takes a coin flip or a really bad special teams play to do it. And that's what the Packers did. They got the they just really stunk on special teams. They can't block on special teams. It's crazy. So Obviously, I'm extremely excited for the 49ers. They did. They played a really good game. I love Kyle Shanahan. I've always thought he's the most underrated coach in uh, football. I think he's a top five coach, and he proved it. He completely proved it. It was amazing. What an amazing game, and what a fun game. So, talking about Sunday's games, early morning Rams Bucks game was over. The game the Rams Bucks game was so over. I left. I left my house to go buy a bike. Because apparently my wife and I want to start biking. That's our newest hobby is biking, apparently. And so I'm at a Dick's Sporting Goods buying a new bike, and I'm, my phone's blowing up. Like, oh, do you see Stafford? you see in the box? I can't believe I didn't think about Tom Brady winning that game. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I really can't. That was a dumb brain of me. I had a dumb brain. But look, Stafford, Cooper Cup. Best combination in football right now. They just look so good. He looks so good and smooth. And that Rams defense is very underrated, I think. The secondary could use a little work. But, hey, look, it worked out. It worked out for the best. And they won. They That's all you got to say. And then the greatest game, one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, it will go down as one of the greatest games of all time if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Uh how 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 do you not change the overtime rules? How? How do you not change the overtime rules? How is that possible? How do you let that happen? 25 points in the last two minutes. That's crazy. That is insanity. And I, I just I feel bad for Josh Allen. I love the Bills. I, I'm so sad because I Chiefs fans, man, they're so they're just like Packer fans. They're super spoiled. And it's it's sad. I'm really sad for Bills fans. They had it right in their grasp. It was just, it was just tough. It was just so so tough, and I hate, I hate when that happens. And Chiefs, they were the better team at the end of the day. Patrick Mahomes is unreal. He makes everybody around him so much better. He may, I, I, somebody, can you explain to me how Travis Kelsey's open on every play? I get Tyreek Hill like catching the ball and running and making himself open. How's Travis Kelsey? How's Travis Kelsey open all the time? All right, let's talk about my bets, all right? Woof, woof, underdogs, baby. I felt it. I felt it this week. Uh, Bengals were an easy pick. I've, I've picked the Titans. I've said to you guys all year long that the Titans were frauds. That was easy. Then in the next game, Packers, it, I, we had five plus five and a half. It, at the very least, like, it never felt like we were completely out of it. The 49ers are never going to lose that game by a lot just because of how Kyle Shanahan plays games. And then uh, I got to remember the Rams plus three and a half. Bucks were really hurt. I think the money was on the Bucks because they were at home and it's Tom Brady, which I understand. But it just felt like a rat line to me. And thank goodness we bought the extra half a point just in case. And then the over. How do you not bet the over with Bills and Chiefs? I might make an early prediction that whatever the line, the line could be 85 points next week. And I'd pick the over for the Bengals Chiefs. And I say we, by the way, because I'm hoping that you're betting with me. I mean, I'm 
I'm as hot as it gets. I'm going to buy a new car. I'm going to buy a Toyota RAV4. This, I'm the hottest gambler there is on the planet. This is good as it gets. Felt good. Good weekend. Great weekend of football. And um, damn, that was fun. Gosh darn, that was fun. That was uh, whew, exhilarating. What an exhilarating weekend just to set up an absolute perfect Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, that's my prediction. I've had it since the beginning of the year. I've stuck with it. I think the Rams, I think they're both the favorites, and I think they both win. I understand that Joe Burrow is undefeated, like I said earlier, in the playoffs in his whole entire life. But look, it's the Chiefs at home, and it's the Rams at home. It just makes too much sense. It's too easy. It's too easy. I just got a text message from a friend that said, uh, this this is a hurtful, these are hurtful stats. I just got a text from a friend that said, Stafford has two wins two playoff wins in the last two weeks, and the Lions have one win in the last 64 years. Thanks for that. That was fun. That was a fun stat. All right, moving on. Yeah, I ended the NFL. I ended I ended NFL talk with an absolute terrible, terrible line stat. That's how it goes. All right, we're in the full swing of other things other than football now, in my opinion. We've got NHL, NBA, I'm starting to pay attention to college basketball. I'm getting eyes on college basketball. Uh, UFC, everything's back, right? Three screens going on this weekend. And it, it, we're in full, full blast. So much so. And because I picked Georgia to win the national championship of football, and because I picked the Rams versus Chiefs, I feel as though I am really, really high. I am. I'm the hottest person in the whole entire world. It's what I feel like right now. So... Here are some predictions about college basketball that I've made in the last three, two, three weeks, okay? I'm going to name off a couple of teams that I think are frauds, that everybody's hyped about, that are just frauds that will not win a national championship. One, Auburn. They just don't have, and there's no rhyme or reason, they just don't have that feel, okay? One, Auburn. Two, Chet Holmgren. I understand he's not a player, he's a fraud, he's skinnier than me, fraud alert. Three, I think Kansas, I'm going to pick Kansas and I'm going to pick Houston. Those are those are early fraud alerts, okay? Early fraud alerts. These are national championship-like teams right now that have no chance of winning the national championship because I call them a fraud. It's as simple as that. There's nothing, nothing to it. Nothing to it other than that. No rhyme or reason. But because I'm the hottest gambler, I have picked three teams to win the national championship and I placed the overs today, the, the futures today. Team number one, UConn. I love their fans. They've invited me to their their spaces, and they're the best fans ever. UConn. I placed a future bet on them. Okay, the other two, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for the UConn gear to come. Okay, so bear with me, and I'm moving the mic because I got my gear over here because I I have gear for the next two teams. Okay, team, team, team number two. Okay. Let's go Sparty. I love Christy. I love Izzo. They can rebound, and they're good, okay? That's team number two. So we got UConn, which I don't have any gear for right now, but team number two, Michigan State. Team number three, this is gonna. This is, this is a fun segment for people listening on the podcast uh, and not on YouTube. Okay, team number three, University of Arizona. I love it. Arizona, so 
my three teams to win the national championship, and you're going to tweet at me, oh, oh, but you can't have three teams win the national championship. One of these three teams are going to win the national championship, and I'd run to your bookie right now and place this bet. UConn, Arizona. Hold on, let me get the shirt back. Oh, the Michigan State teacher's just a little too far. Arizona. I'm still going to do it. Michigan State. Call your bookie right now. Call him right now. Look, in order to win the national championship, you have to have a couple of things. You have to have great guard play. You have to be able to rebound, shoot the shoot free throws, have a great coach, right? That's how you get to the Final Four, how you win the national championship. You have to have at least one or two pros. I think UConn is probably a stretch out of the three of those teams, but I think they can do it. I really think UConn can do it, and I know Michigan State can do it, and I think Arizona can do it. I feel very confident in those three teams. One of those three teams is going to win the national championship. I think so. But other than that, college basketball was so much fun this weekend. A lot of fun stuff going on. Auburn versus Kentucky. If Kentucky has their guards both be healthy, mm, I think I think Kentucky probably wins that game, if I'm going to be honest with you. Auburn's really not that good. I They have a couple good players that I like, but overall they're not that great. Going on, all right. Wow, we've covered up a lot of things. Okay, I haven't done this, didn't do this last week. It's time to do it this week, okay? European Minute. Oh, shoot, I got to get a timer. Okay, ready? <laughs> Two, one, European Minute starting now. Okay, soccer, I haven't talked about soccer a lot. I love soccer, but I haven't talked about it a lot because it's just not in the swing of things, kind of like college basketball. I just haven't had time. But now, now that we're kind of after football, we can start talking about it a lot more. Chelsea versus Tottenham. Look, once Chelsea starts figuring this crap out, I'd be worried about them. I'd really be worried about them if you're a Man City fan. They're tough. Arsenal dropped two points against Burnley. It's typical Arsenal. They're going to finish like six, and they're going to want to fire, fire Mikel Arteta, which is fine, but... It's just hard when you have that young of a team. It's hard to it's hard to turn that kind of stuff around. Uh, I think Man City is probably just going to win the league. I think that's pretty evident, and I think there's going to really just be a fight for fourth, third, and fourth to get that Champions League spot. But I think it's going to be Tottenham, and I think uh, in four, and I think Chelsea's going to get the third spot. And Champions League is going to start right around the corner. So let's have some fun with some soccer ending the season, and F1's coming back soon. That's been your European minute. All right, there's been other sports that happened this weekend as well. UFC, I'll only touch on this a little bit because the two fight, the two title fights were a ton of fun. I thought Brandon Moreno won that fight. I might be a little bit, I might be a little bit biased, but I thought he won that fight. And uh, Francis Ngannou showed showed what he can do. I was surprised. I was yelling at my, I was yelling at the TV, yelling, "Please, please do not wrestle. Do not wrestle." But hey, he showed off what he can do, and he showed off he's the best uh, heavyweight fighter in the world right now. I'll be interested. I think I think if I had to make a prediction on Francis Ngannou, I think he's going to make the jump to boxing. I think he's going to try to fight uh, Fury, which would be a fun fight. Uh, I think that would be a really, I think that would be watched by a lot, and I think Fury would just touch him too much. I think he would just beat Ngannou. I, the 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 thing about Ngannou is it just takes one swing. It takes one swing for that dude to win. Hard to bet against that guy. Uh, NHL, uh, Red Wings looked okay the other day. Uh, They lost to the Preds. Not much to go. Um, Got a lot of games, short time. But they're fun to watch. Hey, look, they're fun to watch. They fight. They play hard. They're young. They're fast. 
they're fun to watch. Hard to beat the hard to beat the Predators at, on the road though. NBA Pistons beat the Kings the other night. Looked good. Uh, they were down. I haven't watched. I didn't watch a lot of Sunday night's game. So, but look, I want Jaden Ivey. That's what I want. I want Jaden Ivey. I think Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, and Jaden Ivey can really do something well. And for uh, and Grant trade for a first round pick with the Lakers in 2027. Don't take that. Do not take that deal. 2027 isn't a real year. It's just not a real year. It's never going to happen. I hate to break it to you. Don't take that deal. And plus, Kendrick Nunn and Horton Tucker is not a good return for right now. All right. Notes for the final. Oh, okay. I ha- I had <laughs> I have uh, final thoughts written down in a different place. Okay, final thoughts. A little bit of a different of a final thought. My wife and I, uh, we like to watch trash TV, all right? And Too Hot to Handle came on the other night. Let me tell you something about Too Hot to Handle. Here's the premise of the show. You kiss, you do anything physical touch, you, the whole group loses money. But the whole group, can. there's 10 of them, they split $200,000, right? Which is $10,000 or something like that, or $20,000, right? Hey, look, I'm going to come off as a privileged little loser, but look, for two weeks, you don't want to kiss, do anything f- that long for $20,000? You know what I'd say? You know, I, I, I'll be 100% honest and 100% candid with you. If you go on that show and you don't do stuff, you're an idiot. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Because after you get taxed, it's $10,000. And come on, what are you going to... People are acting like that's life-changing money. Come on, have some fun. Get some endorsement deals. Be the bad guy. You'll make a ton more money if you're the bad guy and have a ton of fun. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense why people go on too hot to handle. They're like, "Oh, I, I can't, I can't do that." Grow up, have fun. You only live once, I think. That's what Drake said, or something like that. All right. Thank you for listening to another Detroit Pierce podcast. It's been a hell of a weekend, and guess what? We aren't even close to being done. We have another weekend of football. All right. Talk to you guys next week.